It's about 5 a.m. The firehouse is quiet. Dimly lit. Firefighters are sleeping. And then the tones go off, the alert tones go off. The lights flash, awakening them from their slumber, alerting them that there's a call. The dispatcher announces there's a possible structure fire. They don their gear. They they mount their engine. They mount their truck. Quickly, in a matter of moments, they don their gear and mount their truck. As the dispatcher gives out the details, 798. 798, 798, Leslie Drive, possible structure fire, 798, Leslie Drive, possible structure fire. As the end sound of the engine roars and the driver hits the button to open the door of the bay for the truck to exit, hits his siren, sirens blare, blasting as they pull out of the station, 798. 798 Leslie Drive to 798 Leslie Drive. The words ring clearly in their minds. Possible structure fire. Thoughts race as to what they will do. One of the firefighters realizes. She realizes. 798 Leslie Drive is her home. But she knows she has a job to do. Her husband, her kids are sleeping. Her husband, her kids are sleeping at 798 Leslie Drive. Dispatcher continues to give more details. Smoke is showing. Smoke is showing. Upon arriving at the scene of 7-8 Leslie Drive, the captain of the truck radios back. Fire showing. Fire showing. They're the first engine on the scene, and this firefighter, she realizes, firefighter on the truck, who will be the first one in, along with the captain, realizes Her husband, her kids are sleeping. This will not just be a structure fire. It will be a rescue situation. A seven nine eight Leslie Drive. As her heart pounds, and she grabs the hose, and they proceed in. They're the first engine in. They're not only. It's not only. A, Situation where they get distinguished, entering the heat and flame, and seek and pursue, continue to make entrance and knock down the flame and begin a rescue since they're the first ones in her home that she knows so well. Her husband and kids are sleeping. With all the gear. She still seems to feel the heat. 
They never get through the smoke. Seven, nine, eight less to drive. Structure fire. Rescue. House fire. House on fire. So I ask you, in your daily life, do you accept that you, your house, your being is on fire? Before it started flaming, did you see the smoke? Did you feel the heat? Your life, like this house, is on fire. Are you engaging daily to extinguish, to dispense the smoke, to extinguish the source of the heat? Do you see what's happening with yourself daily? Do I see daily that my body, my mind, my spirit, all of me is like the house that's on fire. That my life is on the line daily. What I do with my life each and every day determines what type of life I will live as I age. As I go through different evolutions of my daily walk. Am I preparing myself with the proper gear when the alert tones go off that something is not right, something's out of alignment? Do I have the right gear to get back in alignment? Do I have the necessary tools to extinguish that fire which is unhealthy or perhaps to, as they do in forest firefighting, to set up a fire line? Slow down the burn. Someone often said, someone once said it's not about you. So really, the scenario of the house fire at 298 Leslie Drive, a fictional address, a story I made up, but perhaps has happened in some firefighter's life. Where they had to not only see the smoke, acknowledge something was burning, had to feel the heat, had to realize that it wasn't just about them that day, it was about their family, her family, as she entered into the building with her crew. It's about saving other lives, lives dear to her. Are you working for yourself alone? Or are you working for those dear to you as well? Do you feel their heat? Do you see their smoke? Do you acknowledge that you, your words, your actions, your attitude may be the difference they need to survive a burning situation, survive a symbolic house fire? Are you still with me? My listeners, I hope you are. I hope you are. I hope you join me in acknowledging the, who all that you are as individuals like this house and this story. You like this house and this story. 
to House of Fire. And that you have the tools to deal with the situation. Or your house being on fire. Or you know how to find the tools. Perhaps this podcast episode is one of the tools. With what is happening involving the Ukrainian situation, with what's happening about COVID 19, which is, seems to be have lost this messaging in the news media as every time I turn on the news or watch the news or read the news it talks about the Ukrainian situation and there's very little said about COVID-19 which is still a pandemic we're still in the middle of a pandemic or as the media is focusing on the rising gas prices here in America our communal our communal house fire These things can become distractions and they hinder us from handling our business and managing our own personal house fire, our family fires, our relational fires. Or they can become motivated, the motivating resources to help us student and the tools to navigate the current pandemic, how the impact of the Ukrainian situations affecting us here in America, how the continual struggle for racial equality, which will be ongoing forever, I believe, is here. It's the things that were once headlines are now sidelines. But like in this house fire, this house being a fire, would we choose to let the headlines put us on the sideline of our journey. Or we step up and do our best in those situations where we're able to, to make a difference, to keep pushing things to the fore. You may say, Alfred, this podcast is about life, it's about more than living. Life can only truly be about more than living if we are truly working to extinguish our personal house fire. The fire, helping to extinguish the fires those we hold dear. Just like this team of firefighters, this lady, as she entered 298 Leslie Drive in this story, she didn't enter it by herself. She entered this home, this house, her home, the team, to save possibly the lives of her family members, to extinguish this house that was on fire. It's not always easy to rise up when you feel like you're down, to navigate the fires of this world, to not only speak speak in a proactive way so that your words will land, your actions will make a difference, if not communal, but at least with one individual that you may be engaging with. Because in this time we're living in, I believe we all as individuals have, out. we are all on fire. We're all this house that's on fire in one context or another. 
because what's happening in the communal communities here, in this country here, in the United States here, and elsewhere, what affects one affects all. Now let me take for a few moments to share my opinions on the situation. I've listened to speakers, I've listened to the news media, but I watched how so many persons that were once against immigration are now for immigration. And in the midst of that, someone said, well, Alfred, what you're about to say is controversial. You're trying to make it about black and race. But here's the thing, y'all. To a certain degree, it is about race and ethnicity. Because when it came to immigration reform, along with the borders and protecting the borders against brown-skinned people, non-whites, people who didn't look like them, the powers that be for the most part here in America. And now it's like there's been a major shift for a country and people most of us never really heard of or thought of. Unless it was involved, mentioning some political scandal during the Trump era. I don't say Trump era, Trump period of like period, presidency. Forget the point, he never had an era. Trump presidency. It barely rang our ears. Now I empathize with that suffering. But I also must I emphasize my suffering. My own people, my black people, my brown skin people, regardless of whether African American, Hispanic, crossing the board, wherever I'm my brown skin people have empathy. Because we're still marginalized people. Native Americans, the first ones here. The race plays a part because the funding is not always put there to. And every single every time something is suggested to put in checks and balances in place with those who are charged with serving and protecting all, those rules and regulations rarely become law on the federal or state level. So the profiling continues. Not by all in law enforcement, by some. Keyword by some. They are great. There's so many men and women in law enforcement to honor their call to serve and protect, who for them it's not just a job. They do their due diligence every day to make sure that people like you and I can sleep in our homes, even when our doors locked. They rise to the call and respond to horrendous scenes that will perhaps make our stomachs curl. They see horrors on the streets that none of us never see. They do their job with due diligence, and they do it well. But it's for the few that need these regulations to bring them in check, to remove them from their duties, so that these horrors continue to be perpetrated upon people of color, such as the George Floyd incident. Like I... Taking it back to the Ukrainian situation, these are people like marginalized people here in America who simply want their freedoms for the most part. 
according to some news media sources. They, they're fighting strong. They're fighting back as we have fought here in America. We, the marginalized people, they're fighting hard. They're fighting strong. Yet someone who says, basically, you're going to be subject to me and my country's rules and my country's regulations. So do I stand with Ukraine on that aspect? Yes. For there are people like the marginalized people here, me, my brown skin, people, my African-Americans, others who are continually fighting, standing, Recognize our house collectively is on fire. These people, literally, homes are on fire in the Ukraine. They're fighting back physically. There will be children that will come out of this that will be forever scarred. Like my children, the other people's children of color have been scarred by, by forced rules and regulations to memorialize us, to put us in a certain position. Thankfully, they're standing strong. Hopefully, you're standing strong if you're a person of color here. Regardless of your economic status, your position, your, your sexual orientation, you're standing strong. We stand with, and I stand with anyone who is standing for self-identity, who's trying to live their life the fullest, who recognizes that their houses are fire daily and they're entitled to live a fuller, richer like, who has responded to the call, the tones when they went off in their heads, alerting that, that there's danger, there's danger, there's danger, there's danger, and I must find the dangers impacting me and my family, and I am the one who will take the stand. But I will not just stand alone, I will stand with others who will choose to stand with me. That my house is on fire, our house is on fire, and we stand. this one saying goes no one is strong I'll say it like this all of us are stronger when we choose to stand collectively for you let it cause we choose to respond to the house that's on fire it's not fire but it's the fire Houses on fire, the collective houses, the big houses on fire, our community. Stand against injustice. Stand against anyone who chooses to take away certain ones of our freedoms and that to relegate our freedoms. You say, well, that, that's, what, that's what they're doing, right? Those folks who marched on Washington, January 6th, talking about American freedom, freedom, you know, certain amendment rights. Those who march, right? Yeah, but think about it this way. If freedom is only for a select few, the freedom ain't is not free. The freedom that I'm talking about is for all of us. We have the freedom of opinion, yes. But the freedom to hurt others, no. The freedom to regulate laws, to create laws to regulate what a woman does with her body, is not freedom. That's a form of moral tyranny. Tell someone what they can and cannot do with their own physical being. The free to set up voting laws regarding voting rights to make it more difficult for us as people of color and others to step to the polls to force our opinion by means of the vote here in America. To do Basically what 
Russia's trying to do in Ukraine is take away some of these people's freedoms. Their freedom of voice, their freedom of choice. You may say, Alfred, none of us really have. Our words don't matter. Yes, don't matter. Our votes, our votes do matter. We stand on a threshold now. Well, as we enter this next election season, so we have the choice of two evils: we have a Democrat and Republican in America. Depends how you see it. Feel, think. At least we have a choice right now. We stand up and vote for those who are favor and continue our choice to vote. Let's get the number. Let's get the scale tilted the other way so that these laws will pass to be to protect our vote. Let's get these scale tilted the other way for the. Not only will money be going out for the Ukraine, there are more money reporting into the communities of marginalized people. As it has once was done before. Let's get these things on the books by main our state, local, state, and federal level. Let's level the playing field. But continue but continuing to acknowledge that the house is on fire is not just personal. It's community-wise, it's state-wide, it's national-wide. And we're the first ones on the scene. When we get up out of our beds and do our morning routine, we're the first ones to step out to, to the sound of the morning tone, alerting us it's time to go again, to move again. And you say, well, I'm just moving, going to work, Al. Just getting ready to do what I got to do. Yes, but if what you do is only the minimum, then just think about it this way. Suppose the minimum the firefighters did in the story was just that, the minimum. They went there simply to put water on the structure of fire. They didn't go in to perform a rescue. The lives that would be lost, they didn't, they went there just to do the minimum. They, their fear holds them back instead of moving in their faith to do more. What they were trained to do. All of us have a different level of skills. All of us have different things we can do to contribute to the more. Of putting it out to extinguishing the fires that burn to separate us and destroy us as a people. The same, those who stand opposite of my political opinions, my religious opinions, you will feel the impact. The same freedom if things have changed in a certain kind of way. Did I throw a lot in this episode? Yes, I did. Because as we are continually pounded with news from Ukraine, as we continually are made aware of what's happening with COVID-19, we are still the first line of offense. We're the first line of defense. We're the first ones in. We're the first ones like the firefighters in this house. Two to eight, nine, less the street. Two, nine, eight, less the street. Excuse me. The fictional location in this story. We're the first ones in when we get up in the morning. Responding to this house that's on fire. The smallest thing makes a difference and the biggest thing. Remember this, my people who are listening to me. Remember this, where a stone is thrown into the water, a pond of water that is standing still. You throw a stone, you throw any object into that water, 
It has a ripple effect and it pans out. You watch the ripples go. We are the one, the impact of one. We are that stone. We are the one who rise up. That smallest little thing that we may do will have a rippling effect. Let it be a rippling effect that leads not only to living a best life, better life for ourselves as individuals, but a better life for others. Yeah, we are still human. Yeah, we are still experiencing some negativity. Yeah, we are still perhaps be the victims, the ones needing rescue in this fire, house that's on fire. At times, we go in that position from being savior to being victim, possible victim or person in need of rescue, I would say. Part of our life's journey. But just imagine this. What would your day be like you'd never acknowledge that something's burning? Knowledge you see the smoke that you see. Knowledge that you feel the heat. Put blinders on the body so you don't see the flames. The flames of opportunity to be a better you. To realize you can, if you don't already, you can daily develop skills daily to develop a mindset to address the house that's on fire. To perhaps find words 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 like water that can extinguish the, extinguish the negativity. Just perhaps you, you first one on scene would be the difference in the house some fire.